I wanna talk to you. I wanna talk to you. Just break. Greetings and welcome back to the Otolit Podcast. This is your host, Matt. As always, I'm so grateful for you to tune in, tap in, catch these vibes, and where listeners are enlightened through literature. Today, I got my young boys with me. Um, I said last episode, it's it's really for the men, young men. Um, if, you, if you got a brother, uncle, nephew, whatever, son, this episode is for them. Um, even young ladies, if you listen to it, this is just a different perspective. Um, to my left and right, I got my boys, Joy and Joshua. Uh, what's happening, fellas? Man, it's all good. How about you? Man, I'm just, you know me, just cool. These are some of the coolest little niggas ever. Um, I picked them on this episode because, one, I watched them grow, literally. Like, I, I watched their mom developed with them and her womb, their delivery, just everything. My sister used to babysit these little bad little people. They want to fight, climb on stuff, just everything. But they are they're growing into some great young men. Um, juniors in high school, I believe. We, we yeah, are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Um, and well on their way to, to great things. Both have their particular talents, which I feel are going to take them very far. Um, and I just, let's, let's, I just want them to, you know, speak on themselves. We're going, we're going one after the other. Go ahead. Introduce yourself. Talk to the people. Well, hello y'all. I'm Jordan. You know, I personally, like when I get older in my career, I just want to be, I want to be a computer engineer with a background in cybersecurity. Yes, sir. You know, and I just want to, you know, live my life just how I want to, you know, live just a good life, you know, Mm -hmm. truthfully. My name is Joshua. Well, I really wanted to be an automotive automotive engineer, but mm-hmm. that's probably not going to work out. But I'm always working on cars and stuff like that because I love to have fun. Why you say that? That's not going to work out. Because they don't get paid enough for me. Ah, okay. So it's not that you can't do it. It's just it's, that it's not. It's not. The money's not there. So computer engineering. Do y'all hear the ambition already in these young gentlemen, 16 years old, and these boys talking about being engineers and really already negotiating salaries, man. Some some folks that's in their 20s and 30s can't even have that formulated already. And here I am sitting in the presence of these two adolescents who already trying to map this thing out. Do y'all know where y'all going to school at? Or y'all want to go to school at, rather? Well, I... Like, personally, like, I was thinking about either going to Georgia Southern, but, you know, the one up there in Statesboro, not the one here, because they don't have nothing. <laughs> okay. And, or that, either that or uh, or the Georgia Institute of Technology up there in Atlanta. Georgia Tech. Okay. I mean, I would stay at Savannah Tech to finish off one of my pathways that I'm doing right now, but okay. in the future, I would like to transfer to Georgia Southern, or if I get some scholarships, I'll go out of state. Word. Again, a plan. That's hard. Um, well, of course, as you know, I'm definitely gonna support y'all boys. Uh, whatever y'all got going on, I'm I'm just ready to sit back and see what y'all gonna do and take off. So, it's up with y'all. Yeah, forget about you. <laughs> it's up. All right. So today we are talking about the first book that really kicked off my reading journey back in 2018. Every young man, God's man, by Stephen, well Stephen. Arterburn and Kenny Luck. Mr. Arterburn, he's the founder and chairman of the New Life Ministries and Women of Faith Conference, and also the host of Christian counseling talk show New Life New Life Live and the web-based video New Life TV. Um, Mr. Luck is founder and president of Everyman Ministries, leader and teacher at Crossline Church in Laguna Hills, California, and he's an award-winning author. Now, Everyman Ministries, they have a lot of different books um, for all types of people, like older men, young men, um, Christians, women. Like, they have they have all types of books. There's so many series. So, if you get into this book, check out those other ones. I have. I haven't read all of them, but, you know, still interesting. 
Um, now, for me, this book, Every Young Man God's Man, it was definitely an eye-opener. Um, my dad gave it to me years ago. I It was one of those that just kind of collected dust on my bookshelf, but... Um, after a while, I just kind of, I took to it, I opened it, and I wanted to see, you know, what, what is this book about? So I did. And when I started reading it, I was able to, re to relate a lot to what was talked about in that book. And because it is not a novel, we're going to kind of trek through this book today, ladies and gentlemen. We're going we're gonna to talk about a few of the topics that's in the book. We're not going to talk about, um, you know, everything. We're not going to find some comment, but... I feel like what we're going to talk about today is definitely prevalent to what it is to be a young man, even a, a young adult in this thing we call life. And my guys here, we're going to generate this conversation and we're going, we're going to get their perspectives, too, on what it is to be a young man in today's society. Because if you listen to this more, more often than not, you're very much an adult. But these are young, young, actual young people who are, you know, going through the things that we see on social media, on in the news. You know, but still striving for excellence. So, y'all boys ready? Yes, sir. Always. Always. Have y'all read this book? No, of course not. <laughs> well, I, I I hope that after this conversation today, we, even if you don't want to read it, it still sparks something in you. You know, sparks sparks a couple of thoughts and opinions and really just a revelation overall. So, let's lock in. We're going to start this thing with a scripture. Romans 8, 28 says, We know that in all things God works for the good of those who have been called according to his purpose. We all go to the same church at this table. So, if I heard it, y'all have heard that scripture before? A hundred times. A hundred times. All the time, really. All the time. We know, you know, everything that we're going through is supposed to work, through, work out for our good. Here's where a lot of people mess up. We take that and feel like everything, you know, yeah, everything is supposed to work out. But we forget that little clause at the end of those who have been called according to his purpose. If you're going through life and things look like it's just so messed up. Again, we said on the last episode, are you aligned with what God is wanting you to do? Are you catching hell as a test or are you just out of are you really just going through things because you out of alignment with what you're supposed to be doing. Because sometimes you're gonna we're gonna go through things, guys. We're gonna you're gonna go through things. And even if you're on the right track, even if you feel like you're doing what God wants you to do, you're still gonna get tested. And those things you're supposed to learn a lesson from. But if you're out here and you not, you know, striving to do your best, if you out here causing havoc and you know just malicious things then yeah think bad things are going to happen to you we call that karma of course of course yeah it's we call that karma but you know you can't really blame god if you're not adhering to what it is he wants you to do and we get we get that messed up what is god's purpose paul and silas was in jail and if you stop at that sentence right there you think oh they did something wrong if you're not a Bible scholar and you hear that Paul and Silas is in jail, you're going to think they did something wrong, right? Yeah, pretty much. But when you know the history behind Paul and Silas, they were doing exactly what it is God wanted them to do. And they still ended up in that situation. That's just how, you know, that's how things were that back then. If you didn't believe in whatever doctrine they wanted you to believe in, they were going to, you know, persecute you. And at that point, that's a test. That's not, that's not them causing havoc maybe to you know the religious but to God they were doing what they were supposed to do they were just still being in a storm or a season where they were being tested and all things did work out for the good you know they they were released from that jail but only because they were you know it, they were aligned with what God wants you to do if you're not doing what God wants you to do you're not gonna it's not gonna turn out good for you simply put you know, it's going, and it and it also takes you know a spiritual maturity for you to understand that things are going to happen to you. If you are, if you're not a Christian, and you feel like, you know, they like if you follow Christ and no nothing bad is going to happen to you, that's foolishness. Everything. Look at Christ. Christ was the most perfect person in the world, but they still persecuted him because he was doing what God allowed him to do, or was in alignment with what God wanted him to do. 
you can't sit there and feel like, you know, woe is me. Bad things are happening to me. God has abandoned me. Nah. Only time you really see God abandoning people is when Christ was on the cross. And, you know, he had to because Christ took on the whole sin of the world. But us as a people, God's never abandoned us. No, he hasn't. Not one day. Speak on that. Every, every night before I go to sleep, pray for forgiveness. And I thank him for all he done for me. Mm-hmm. So Lord knows I do a lot of stuff. And I know I ain't supposed to be doing, but mm-hmm. I know I got him on my side. You know what I mean? You know, sometimes, I can admit, I'm a very forgiving person. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean to pray every night. Sometimes, you know, I lay down. I don't get back up. I lay down and I go to sleep. But at the same time, I always know that God got my back. There have been times where, yeah, like, like Matt was saying, like even though you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, yet you're still like in a bad situation. That's mm-hmm. just how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And even just that, that's just how life's going to be. That's you know, being a Christian. Exactly. It's like there's people... There's people out here that always either want to do harm to you or just not, or like just things out here that, that just happen, mm-hmm. you know? And sometimes you can't control that. And it's just, you just got to make sure you keep your perseverance going. You got to make sure that you stay, keep your mind on the stride that you're going and on the road that you're going. Cause like, I know, you know, I'm, I'm a human, mm-hmm. you know, I'm always do some bad stuff. But at the same time, after that I do those bad things, cause you know, I'm a guy, I get blowed, mm-hmm. I snap. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I don't even realize what I'm saying until I say it, and people mm-hmm. tell me what I mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. And truthfully, you know, it's just that's just how it is. But at the same time, I'm like, wow, I really said that, but I did. And you know, of course, I pray about it. Mm-hmm. Gotta, gotta, gotta cover your tracks with it. Like, no, we're not gonna always, you know, have the forethought in our actions. Sometimes we act and then react. And that's it. That's like you said. That's that's being a human being. Most people say things. That's and that that comes with being aware with yourself. Like if you know that you got a quick tongue, like me, I know I got a quick tongue. I know I got a short temper, and I could be really mean if I want to. But that's why I retreat and I be quiet because I know that then I'm going to say something out my mouth and then regret it later. Hmm. Good perspective. Great perspective. Thank you. Um, now, when I say spiritual maturity, y'all heard them. Things are going to happen. Spiritual maturity doesn't mean, you know, you have to know the whole Bible to be spiritually mature. It will. It helps, most definitely. But it, because, you know, you see these different scenarios that relate to yours, that how, how these people trusted God and they came through. Um, but even if you if you just know Psalms 23 or John 3.16 or, you know, Romans 8 and 28, all of those different things tell you about peace and how you can go through this life of you know, knowing God gave his only begotten son so that I can live a life after this. And if I believe in him, and when I say him, that means him as a whole, like what he stands for, and try to act that out, then I'm going to be okay. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I feel no evil because thou art with me. You're right, and I stand, they comfort me. Like, you know that you can go through things. And where there's a valley, there's a mountain. You're going to go through things, but that journey is temporary. You're going to make it to a brighter, a brighter day. But you got to stick to it. Y'all 16. Y'all ever had any of y'all friends talk about suicide? I've had a couple. But, you know, a few, a few. We ain't going to speak on names, of course. Oh, of yeah, course. No. I, don't, I don't tell people business. No. Yeah. But just the fact that, you know, and I, I said a couple episodes ago, you know, adults, they think about suicide. Hell, it's these kids too. They think about suicide, and it's the pressures of life. And if you don't know how to deal with it, you feel like that's the only way you go. But if you know, and if you have the 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 belief that no matter what I'm going through, if God got me and I'm gonna be able to make it through it, you got something to live for. And that just ties that into it. So hopefully, you know, these boys uh, had their friends listen to this and, and, you know, they they get something from it. And they know that you don't have to take your life and, you know, take your life or take it into your own hands to harm yourself to make it through a situation. It's not not the answer at all. 
It's not. And the thing is, most of the, mostly, like, with this, like, for instance, like, with this corona situation, us yeah. having to stay indoors, like, me personally, I love myself too much to kill myself. So I never think about that. <laughs> but true. it's like, with others, some people just can't process certain things like this well. So people don't like being confined. Some people mm-hmm. don't like being just sitting there. And personally, I don't like that thing either. But to be honest with you, you got you know, you got to do what you, you got to do. What you gotta do. Truth, yeah. I do do what you got to do. And it's like with, because it's like some people, they just get stressed out with this corona thing, especially us kids. Because it's like, you know, y'all adults, you know, y'all do what y'all want. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all never really realize like us kids, like, especially when we have like these straight parents or like, you know, just parents in general that really care. Mm-hmm. You know, we get to their care. But, you know, at the same time, you know, we don't have as much freedom as most of y'all adults that hear this. Right. We don't have as much freedom. Like we, you know, we got to constantly do what they tell us to do, do what the school tell us to do. Right. And then do whatever like clubs or organizations that we in tell us to do too. Like we, we have to be obedient at all times because if we don't, then we will either be told or it will actually happen that we won't get nowhere in life. Wow. Wow. You got something to add to that? Wow. Be quite honest with you, yeah. It's People don't like being confined in places, being confined in places because of this virus and stuff. But parents care; they tell you to stay inside because they know something dangerous is dangerous evil out there. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, God got you. You being safe, faith that works is dead. That's right. You have faith that you won't get that virus, and you do the things to take action that you won't get the virus, and therefore, you may not get that virus. And if and if. God forbid it does happen. You do what you can to be due diligent against it. Like be be vigilant against this virus. Everybody, I mean, it shouldn't take a mask mandate to tell you to mask up if you know that this thing is airborne. It shouldn't take a. I mean, yeah, there's a debate about the vaccine. Is it safe? Side effects? All of that? Is it even effective? I mean, I get it. Everybody has their own opinions, but listen to me. Numbers don't lie. Emotions can vary, but numbers don't lie. And if you're telling me that it's more people who aren't getting vaccinated that's in this hospital or dying more rapidly, I mean... Yeah, I no choice but to believe you. And one more thing, it's like, with that too, it's like, like coming from somebody like me, like when I was, uh, like right before quarantine, before like all this happened, mm-hmm. I like was super sick. Like really sick. Mm-hmm. He actually got COVID before he was even really popular in this world. Yeah, before it was even a thing. Mm-hmm. I had it. Like it's like, like it's like I had it so bad. Like I had for one in all that whole week, if not even in a, in like three days, I had flu, pneumonia, mm-hmm. and then I also had an asthma attack too. Like I was, I was beat. Jeez. And then I went to my doctor like a few months into Corona. And he told me that. That, like, with me, like, it turns out that I most likely had corona before it was even a thing, like, before it was even popular. But the thing is, when it comes to something like this, they had a name for it before it was even, like, popular. Like, corona's been here for a long time. That's what I be telling people. They be like, hi. And I, I did think about that, too. I, I, when it first talked about a vaccine, I was skeptical. I'm like, damn, like, y'all telling me that y'all can't come up with this, but you got all these other things in the world there's no cure for it, no vaccine for it. But then I, you know, you gotta do your research, gotta do your own research, and you know, you you find out and you learn that they've been working on something, you know, of this for the last decade or so. Actually, right? yeah. like about seven, about the last eight years, because in twenty thirteen is when they started working on this. It was created by this black girl. I forgot her name. Learned about it in class actually two days ago mm-hmm. when I was sitting in advisement. Like, if you were a high school student, you watching this? Yeah, I know you hate advisement. I hate it too. Just don't <laughs> like being it. It's a waste of time for me. But the thing is. It's just so much interesting things you can learn when you just sit there and listen for one second. Yeah. And I heard that, and I was like, wow. So it turns out, like, even though I took, you know, I got the vaccine, not even knowing that information. Because truthfully, you know, they, they said it was safe. You know, at first, you know, I was skeptical. Because look at me, I'm black, y'all. You know, you know, they kind of hit us with the syphilis that one time. Right. Said it was the, it was a cure. It wasn't no cure. We got syphilis because they gave it to us. Yeah. And whatnot. But I was a bit skeptical. But then when I saw more black people get it, and it was more and more, I was like, you know, let me just go get it. Because. That's right. You have to realize that if, it, if nothing ain't happened to the majority of us, then honestly, it most likely won't even happen to you. Like, you can't just think simply because of self-specticism that something going to happen to you when it hasn't happened to other people just like you. Right. Like, you're not going to die from the vaccine. I mean, I mean I'm not going to sit here and that like, you probably won't get a little bit sick because they're having reports. There will be side effects. Yeah, there will be side effects. And some people, you know, with a bit of 
pre-existing conditions like you know heart problems and stuff you know y'all y'all definitely need to be a little bit safer because that like even though like the vaccine is good for y'all too like they you know they said it was good it was a small percentage at one time that actually did die from the vaccine because mm-hmm. they had like a heart problem like real bad heart problems though yeah but that's not the majority it wasn't it was it was like a like i would probably say about two percent of the population like if not point two because don't forget like we almost close to a million people in america even though it's probably not gonna reach that because you know the deaths keep rising so to be honest with you like you know it's just that and it's like you just gotta you gotta be safe in your, in your own home and when you're around people like i get that you go around your friends and you're like you know what? i trust my friends yeah you can trust them but you also gotta make sure you ask the right questions. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put a per, public service announcement, and I'm glad you said that you do have to be safe. Um, if y'all probably seen me post, um, and I say you know I'm booked up, this that, another guests and things coming up. Um, for any and everybody that you know comes on this podcast, I am requiring um, a negative COVID test within three days of recording. If you know when you about to record with me, you know. Um, what's going on? Um, I'm reaching out to people individually, but I'm also putting this public public service announcement out to everybody as a whole. You know, if you want to get down, just know that I need to know that you're negative. Um, I know that these boys negative, and I'm not gonna bring nobody in my house that that's not willing to do that or is not you know you know down for that. I'm not making you get no vaccine, but just make sure you not don't have COVID. Back to your regular. Tuning, listening, pleasures. Go ahead. But it's like you got to ask the right questions. You got to, like, like around your friends and family, you may think, oh, yeah, it's safe. Now, most of the time, I'm going to be honest with y'all, because, like, I would think that most people in my generation, like, in my rank of age, mm-hmm. they wouldn't, like, get the vaccine. But to be totally honest with you, they got the vaccine. They just ain't told nobody. Because I ain't going to lie. For, like, for us, it's high schools, you know, y'all, most of y'all who, like, still spectacle about it, you know, y'all got to stop getting on us about it. I ain't nobody got on to me, cause I'm gonna be honest with y'all. If y'all getting on to me about being safe, right. I'll fight y'all about that. I'm not gonna lie to you. In the school parking lot, not probably not in the school, but definitely in the school parking lot. Cause, you know, I, I don't like that. You know, but still, you know, you gotta, you know, just ask the right questions. You know, like like ask them, cause most of the time they'll tell you not, cause you they friend. They don't want they don't want to make you sick. Cause mm-hmm. me, I have a good strong immune system. At the same time, when I get like when I get sick, I get real sick. I don't I get like get sick often, but when I do. Bad. Exactly, I get. I, I get. Exactly, I get. Bad. Yeah, I you get, too. Oh no, not for me. You don't I get sick. sick. I don't even know I'm sick. Oh man, I just can't go out of the house. Huh? Sit anybody in. But I say that's a. I think that's a good problem. Not knowing that you're sick, or you being sick and you not knowing that you're sick. That's definitely not a good problem. That's yeah. I like. I wish I had that. Sheesh. You got asymptomatic sickness. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it. It's you're right. You're totally right. Um, we have to be 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 willing to be that asshole to make sure that things are safe around you. It's I don't care if you feel like you just need to let people know that you're really not trying to bubble with them and be around. That you need to you know have evidence that everything is cool. Cool. Y'all don't know what people lost through this COVID season. Y'all don't know what people went through during this during this time and what they've had what they what they lost i'll leave it at that but you know don't like you said don't be up in arms by somebody else who feel like they want to be safe or they want to you know take those certain precautions we've been putting stuff in our body for years this ain't just start and if you went through the public school system specifically the chatham county public school system you've been getting vaccines since you could attend the public school system so don't try this. Don't do that. So we're going to wrap this. We're going to not wrap it up. We're going to bring this back to um, spiritual maturity, though. Um, we say we don't need to know the entire Bible to be spiritually mature. Do you think that people try to be spiritually mature to show off? I think I think that people do. They, mm-hmm. they know everything. I mean, you think you got think you got it all like think you know everything that God said in the Bible and stuff like that. You think you know that you saved and all that. Just because you saved, that mean, doesn't mean that you don't make mistakes. Right. You just got to be able to realize your mistakes, be able to come to Jesus about your mistakes. Mm-hmm. Don't seek your own understanding of things. You got to go to God about a lot of stuff. You can't just, just because you think you know something, I don't mean you know it. Because Lord knows I make a lot of 
I, just a lot of things I think I know. I don't know, probably. I might have been told the wrong thing. You can't just go off of what somebody else told you. Go off of what Jesus told you, because he told you the right thing. And just in my head, I formulated something just now. Jesus ain't never wrote a scripture. He was a scripture. He was the living word. He, you know, tried to emulate him as opposed to trying to be like scripture, be like the person who was scripture. Because scripture can be translated in many ways, but the essence of Christ is is thorough and pure. And when I say, you know, that show it off thing, you know, they call that Bible thumpers. Yeah. They throw scriptures at you. Bible pimp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they throw it at you just, just to just to say they know uh Genesis to Revelation. But again, those no, sometimes be the most corrupt. Those definitely be the most corrupt. And we'll talk about how people twist that. Twist scriptures in another episode. Can That's not go ahead. Let me talk about something like like with like with the whole like spirituality thing and people like and like think just because they're like like they either read the whole Bible or read the Bible every night every day mm-hmm. when they on a break you know that's cool and all but I'm gonna be honest with y'all you know if you if you listen to this and like you're just like that where you think like you know everything I'm gonna be honest with you you don't to be honest with you it's amazing what you find not just like online but like just out here in the world in mm-hmm. general you know you have to see the world for what it is and whatnot you like yes the Bible is you know it's the Bible you know like yeah it's you know it's great and everything and you have to see like what it says and what it says to certain things but keep in mind one thing the original bible was translated through three different translations before it was ever given to us and educate the people exactly like it was like for instance, like for instance like when it was like first written you know you already know y'all that was like hundreds of years ago you know that was like old was book like, you know that thing was rankly you know and the words that was read, you know, it's probably, it's not a dead language, but at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if only 0.2% of people speak that, you know, that language, like, in the world, right? Because it's, you know, it's such a forgotten language. And it's like, another thing is, like, when it got translated through different, through different, you know, houses and through different, uh... Tongues and stuff. Yeah, through different tongues and stuff and through different everything. Like, when it first got translated to us, for instance... Certain things in the Bible, surprisingly, really isn't accurate. It got manipulated by the Germans and by, not just by specifically the Germans, by others who also want to, like, just control the sociology of the world in general. Like, like for instance, like, like you know, it's just like certain things in the Bible just aren't true. It's just they want us to think that we are not supposed to be able to do that. or not supposed to be able to do this sort of type of thing or be able to be a sort of type of thing. You know, that's just how it is for certain things. And it's like... Like, I know y'all get, like, some people get mad, like, when they say certain things in the Bible aren't true. But to be honest with you, you got to come to grips with that. Because when you do your research and, you know, you look at the historians who found this, who mm-hmm. got the papers and the files and everything, you trans and you trace it back, not everything is accurate in the Bible. They actually screwed up some of the, like, not even some of the words. And the thing is, it's not they screwed up on accident. They screwed up on purpose, too, just to control different people. But at the same time, no, most of the stuff in the Bible, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, by 95% of the Bible is true. Because it most likely is. But, you know, it's always that 5%. Always that 5% that could just be off. You know, it could throw a whole person off. Like, you'll think this one thing is bad if you do. And you'll think that forever. Since you were, like, a child. But then you discover it turns out, oh, wait, it's not bad. They never said that you would go to hell for doing that. Specifically. Or doing that. Like, doing that at all. Like, they never said that. It turns out that was just was misconstrued and put into a whole different thing and just used as a placeholder because they didn't want to put the truth in it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I will tell you this. You are hearing some archival information here. If you do not believe, brother, do your own research. That's I'm telling y'all. I don't know everything that he's talking about, but most of it really does sound like I've heard it before and that it is legit. So... I'm not I'm not gonna bust nobody balls about, you know, what is accurate, what's not accurate. That sounds very much true, um, Joy. So I'm I'm a, I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, yes, we've talked about how the Bible has been whitewashed and how it has been manipulated to, to control uh, the minority and I mean, it is what it is, call a spade a spade. Um 
Oh, one, more, one more thing. Go ahead. Just one second, just one Go second. for it. It's like, also, make sure y'all do y'all own research because it's okay if y'all don't believe me. I mean, I never lie to y'all because I don't even lie in general. I don't even like lying, truthfully. Don't like lying. I mean, I'm I just do. Trying to you spread know, knowledge. You know, you know, I'm human. So I'm going you know, to lie sometimes if I feel like I have to and I get into a jam. I'm going to lie. We don't condone lying. Exactly. Exactly. I don't condone lying, really. I don't lie. You can ask my brother that's sitting over here across the table from me. He said he'll lie if he has to, but he's not a liar. I'm not. He don't lie, nah. Well, that's I'm a very that's a very noble trait. Exactly. I'm a, I mean, I might sometimes sugarcoat it if it's really that bad. But I'm not, I'm gonna still tell you the truth though. If you like, if you be like Jordan, don't sugarcoat it. Tell me what it is. All right, I'll tell you what it is. Okay. You know, I'm not a liar. So, if, but if y'all want to do your own research, I'm not gonna stop y'all. Y'all ain't gotta listen to me. Y'all can go look it up <laughs> yourself, bro. It don't matter to me. That's just what I looked up. That's what I researched. Now, even with all of that being. Um, being said, you know, we live by a certain doctrine. What you're being taught, that's what you want to try to live by. And honestly, something that, you know, talked about in the book was, you know, God's patience with us. Like, God has eternal patience because Lord knows I get fed up with people quick. And yeah, even with, <laughs> and even with the, the being misconstrued and everything like that, you know, People straddle that fence, like like you just said. You felt like doing this gonna send you to hell, but even even without like the you discovering that oh you're not going to hell. Even let's just say, what's something that I would say, I, just for the sake of example, sex before marriage. People used to think you know oh you're gonna go to hell. Because you, you had sex before marriage or you had a baby out of wedlock. We know if you're real, if you're really spiritual and you, you know in the Bible, you know that you're not going to go to hell for that particular act. Um, but for the sake of example, like, let's just say that, you know, you they did say that, that you would go to hell for having sex, but you still doing it and still trying to, you know, go to God and have that type of straddling the fence relationship. You do what you want to do. And that's for anything. That's for any vice. You do what you want to do, but you're still trying to, you know, seek God and and, and ask Him to help you. This, that, and having that type of quote-unquote relationship. It's crazy. Now, I don't know how deep y'all spirituality is right now. I know you, I know you, both y'all intelligent. But I don't know how, how deep y'all relationship is right now. Pretty so, into it. Pretty I, into it. I try to cut out all the negativity, all yeah. the bad things. Like, I try to do better. You know, it's all about progression. Yes. Can't, I mean, you're not always going to just quit cold turkey and all that like that. But, you know, at least try to do better, work towards your goal. Mm-hmm. Like I said, faith outworks is dead. Mm-hmm. You can believe you're not going to hell, but, you know, without doing the things to take action to not go there, you might be in there going there. Perfectly said. I couldn't, I couldn't have said that any better. Jordan? Well, you know, just gotta, you know, like me, you know, I, of course I make mistakes. We all make mistakes. Exactly. Of course I make mistakes. I do, sometimes I do things that I know I shouldn't do, but yet I still do it. Mm-hmm. Because it's just what I want to do. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I know it's wrong and you know, I repent for it because I keep it on my mind until I do it. Now, we all know that God is going to forgive us. And like they said, they, they made a mention, people use God's forgiveness like a credit card. Yeah. Like you already know. that thing whenever they want it. Exactly. But there's a price to pay at the end of that now. Exactly. You know, when them bills come in, that you interest, can't be upset. That interest. Yes. And it's like God, I know he don't look to collect from us. He, he want us to be... You know, had that pure relationship from, but we as humans, we're, we know sin, we can be manipulative, and we can see things from our own point of view. God wants us to live pure. No, he, he, he does know that, you know, this world is for the sin. But in the same breath, we like like you said, Josh, you got you to gotta actually act like you want to be like Christ. You can't just say... Oh, I'm gonna I'm a live in the world and I'm gonna do all these terrible things, but still say I'm a follower of Christ. Being a hypocrite can't do that. Hypocrite, great word. Yes, sir. We can't be hypocrites. God wasn't a hypocrite. Like I used to get all upset at people 
then I came to the realization when I went to sleep and woke up after praying at one time, just like, mm -hmm. and I'm done with this. It's like, you can say whatever you want to, but at the end of the day, I control how I react. Yes. And I'm going to choose to react in a great way, in the best way possible. I'm not going to say a word. You can say all you want to, but I'm not going to react the way you think I'm going to react. Come on. Like, it is what it is. You said what you said. But, I mean, at the end of the day, who got to pay, who gotta pay the price for what they said? Yeah. I know God got me. God got that person. At the end of the day, I'm going to pray for my enemies. But whatever you asking for is going to come to you. Yeah, people that's twice your age still ain't getting that. That's crazy. Like, some people don't understand that you cannot worry about that other person. Now, when it comes to you and doing bad things, even though you know you shouldn't be doing it, you take that up with you and God. You're going to have to answer for that someday. But don't use God's forgiveness like a credit card. Don't feel like you can just say, I'm sorry, and do this, do it over again just because you know that that's going to clear. You gonna, that's a terrible way to live. It's not how life works. Exactly. It's a horrible like, way to live. Because mm -hmm. I know sometimes if I react... And a particular hard boy, because personally, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not like a real, you know, I, I don't like, I don't like fighting with people. I don't even like arguing with people. I never, I never do. I don't like arguing with people. Truth be told, like sometimes if I feel like I disagree with something, you know, you guys would rather sit in the car table for me. I don't say nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, I sit there and agree with them and I don't agree with them at all because I, I don't like starting arguments and none of that. But sometimes when like it like really goes against what I stand for and what I like for, for real mess with, like I'll sometimes get like real flip out the mouth like i'll get like i don't even most sometimes i don't even like pray about it because it's like you know i said what i said i know i'm not sorry for it so i don't yeah. so i don't even pray about it like y'all like make sure you also work on that because like you know you may think oh wait i'm gonna i'm gonna pray on it i'm gonna repent no i don't do that i don't repent when i know i'm not sorry for saying what i said because sometimes some people in my opinion some people just deserve that you That's know true. you know person i'm a peaceful person I ain't gonna say nothing to you at the time. This I mean, God ain't. Pacifist. Jesus ain't apologize for flipping tables. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But I'm, a, you know, I'm gonna give you just these. Like, if you come at me the wrong way, best believe you're gonna get the same reaction back. Cause everybody, everybody that knows me, who know me around the school, cause I'm a very popular person at school. Like, I really, like, like everybody, everybody know me at school. They know me cause I'm a nice and generous person. But at the same time, coming me sideways, there will be some problems. It ain't just me either. You know, it's like it ain't always just me who. It ain't me who even hear about the problems either. It, it be me who hearing of the problems or who is hearing the problems. Cause you know, like I said, like when you were, let me be honest with y'all, when y'all a good person, when you actually nice to people, cause some people pride themselves on being mean and stuff. But to be honest with you, when you a nice person, you can't be nice to everybody, but at the same time, when you got a chance to be nice to somebody, be nice to them. Cause I'm gonna be honest with you, it'll pay off in the end. Cause For sure. I know my people at school, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. You know, they real, you know, they real good. You know, they, I got good friends everywhere. That's dope. And they don't, and most of the time they don't talk trash about me because it's like after they tell me about what they hear about, told about me, mm -hmm. somebody else comes behind and tells me like what else was also said. If they like, just to make sure, just to make sure that person wasn't just entertaining that. And he was just telling me, even though he was also doing it with them. But it's like, you know, you gotta, you just gotta be nice people, man. Cause it's like, not everybody deserves you know, the side of you that gets the bad rep about you. Like, That's true. You know, like, there's people out here that actually deserve the nice side of you. It really it's like a lot of people. Some people just actually do need some niceness, truthfully. Can't fight fire with fire all the time. Nah. Exactly. Sometimes you got to throw a little bit of water on that. Got to gotta simmer it down. Yeah. Extinguish that fire. <laughs> it's And honestly, sometimes, you know, it don't, it don't seem like it's worth it. But, you know, everybody's under some type of pressure, too. You know, everybody did a little pressure. Y'all, y'all, I'm sure. And you need God's strength to deal with pressure. And again, we go back to that word patience. You got to have patience with people to deal with these type of problems. If you have patience, like parents, they have patience with their children. They kids don't know no better. Like babies, they don't know no better. No, they don't. And parents have to have patience while they learn what's right from wrong. What's going? What's you know? What they need to be doing? What they don't need to be doing? And God says we're we're those babies, and He has that that patience with us. Um, but can't when you come when we talk about pressure, that's our next little topic. Pressure, you know, is different different examples for a young man with pressure. Whether your parents are divorcing, whether you just feel like you're lonely, you know, sex relationships. 
um, you know, those parents you just feel like you cannot please. No. Friendships, they are precious. Living a double life, and ultimately school. Oh, truth be told, truth be told, nah. Ooh. Cause like school, I'm be honest, man, y'all. I'm a, I'm a grade A dual enrollment student. Like I ain't got A's right now, cause I just started this, you know, y'all. <laughs> you know, don't criticize me right now. You know, I just started. So it's like, you know, I ain't got A's right now. But it's like, you know, normally traditionally, I'm a grade A student. I get college emails all the time from college that colleges ask me to check them out. Mm-hmm. But it's like at the same time, you know, it's pressure. You know, like, like I'm be honest, like I drive to school and to dual enrollment and all that. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with y'all, man. Pressure has been applied. It has been. Because, <laughs> man, like, um, for instance, on my Tuesday and Thursday classes, because I go to Savannah Tech for my dual enrollment classes, mm-hmm. my Tuesday and Thursday classes, I get I get out at 1045. But every single day at Woodville, which is where I go to school at, my classes for my third period class, which I have, which is what starts my day off at that school, mm-hmm. my third period class, they start at 1055 or 1050. Now, listen, when y'all think about this, I know y'all saying, oh, this boy be late for school every day. No, I don't. In high school, it gets serious. Mm-hmm. I be speeding down the highway, y'all. They said we, don't we get got three speed. more lates. They going to take our license. Get my license suspended. So you know what I do, y'all? Be honest with y'all. Kids, don't do what I do. Make sure y'all know how to manage y'all time. Make sure y'all school manage their, y'all time, too. Time cause management. Exactly. Because, you know, your school will throw you under the bus. Mine didn't, but Savannah Tech sure did. Because my classes, man, I have to... I gotta be gone like right when they call me the like right when they say we could all leave i have to be gone or else i'm gonna be sitting there looking dumb in class man gotta make it from the west to the south exactly like i like i have <laughs> heart to, of the south side <laughs> like i have to like i uh because like i know i take i take the interstate you know yep. i don't i don't take the back wheels like i normally do to avoid traffic this time if traffic is applied it is what it is but i have to get there the fastest way possible We'll, we'll talk about your route yeah, off, offline. Makes sense. We'll, makes sense. We'll okay, my bad, my bad. Um, we all need the people to know like how you how you how you, how you traveling. But, it's not, it's not but for sure, time management definitely will save you a lot of pressure. Like when you when you prior, like prior plan, we're going back to the five P's, prior planning prevents poor performance. If you go ahead and knock that out and prepare for what's to come, then you could just walk into it. But if you, you know, if you wait to the last minute, try to scramble and get things done, it throws everything off and, you know, you're not giving your best effort and you, you want things to align. You don't want things to just to be rushed. I don't like when things are rushed. That's, I, I just don't like that. But nevertheless, um, we got so many pressures. I mean, we're not going to talk about y'all specific pressures on this podcast um we talked about school um but anything else is really personal and and i I, i'm not going to ask of anything i will say you know um as an adult you do have other pressures you know paying bills going to work making sure everything else is taken care of marriage you know you have if you have kids we everybody has pressures but you need god's strength and you need to make sure you have that anchor of faith to deal with those pressures if you don't you're gonna think that it's gonna overcome you overwhelm you and then you know again you escalate and take it into your own hands it's not what we need to do you need to submit like the boys said pray and you walk in and do the best you can that's it now here's here's we're gonna we're gonna segue and this is we've hit our climax but we're gonna we're gonna shift gears now, everybody loves to say the saying, ignorance is bliss. Yes, indeed. They do say that. Yeah, well, in certain aspects, ignorance is a sin because, um, you know, people don't, people are really oblivious to what God has done for them. They are. Most they, of the time. they think they walk, they walk alone. You don't. Somebody else sitting there right next to you. And that person's Jesus. <laughs> Yes. Sitting right next to you, you think you're not sitting right next to me right now? I say that right now. That's real. Like, you sitting right next to you. You sitting here listening to this? For like, listen to him. Listen to my man Josh. Like, you are never alone. Like you, when I say ignorance is a sin, it's a slap in the face when you don't give reverence to God for what He's done to you. And we spoke of this. We spoke on this like a last episode. Like not the past episode but prior episode we we say you have to take the time to to really 
appreciate what God do for you. If you get in straight A's, God has blessed you with a brain to be able to absorb information and apply it to whatever you got going on. If you have a good job, God has given you the verbal acumen, the work ethic to be able to, and the skills to obtain said job. You in your house kicking it on this good rainy Saturday, your house, God has provided you a place to stay. Your car might be jerking a little bit, but you still get a yes, place sir. to and fro. You, your stomach ain't rumbling. God, I don't care if it's a baloney sandwich. God put provided you with something to eat and something to drink. It's the little things. And we got to remember what God has done for each of us. And remember the sacrifice that it took for us to be able to be in a place where our sin is not so much the indicator of us going to hell or not. And this is how, and this is kind of like how we're wrapping it up. Like we said it, God doesn't abandon us. No, never. God sent his son down on this earth for, to save the soul of humanity. And though we're going through situations right now, he has also gone through situations where he had to watch his son die for our ungrateful asses. You feel know I me? Mean? Yeah, he had his only son. His only pure, genuine son yeah, had to God. go through one of the most. Ugh, I can't even. I don't have the adjective for it. It was such an experience. Go back and watch the Passion of the Christ if you ain't watched Passion of the Christ. Don't watch Son of God. Watch the Passion. Watch that. With the subtitles on. So you can understand and see. And if you can't stomach it. That just goes to show just how great. And imagine. Imagine. That's just a movie. The real ordeal was worse than that. They couldn't have. They lived it. They couldn't have um, delivered that just as they did Christ. They couldn't have. Because the scripture said they whipped him all night long. So. Yeah, from the time they arrested him to the time they hung him. Like, they they really gave him the business. But that's the sacrifice that was well, that was well to make. Last point before we wrap up. How do we honor the sacrifice? You honor the sacrifice by following his footsteps. Mm. Try to be a better person. Mm. We've been saying this the whole time, y'all. Be a better person. Don't sit there and keep doing the things, same things. Try to do better. You know, can't quit it. Try to do better, man. So all you can do is hope for the best. You ain't always gonna get it sometimes, but you, you're, you're working towards it. It's, it's not as, it's not how fast you go off the line to jump, like in a track race or something. Right. It's the pace. You gotta pace yourself. But at the end of the day, you gonna make it across, across that finish line. And with that analogy, we gotta, we gotta dig into that. You had, you gotta practice that. You got to prepare. Racers, runners don't just go to the Olympics and do what they do. No, you got to go through practice, 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 falling down, practice, losing sometimes, practice. Like you, like he said, you have to, you got to, it's, it's how you do it. And you only, you got to practice how you play. I love saying that because it's real. You got to practice how you play. And if you're really trying to live like God, you have to try every single day. Every day that you go to sleep, that was another chapter. You try it, okay, made it to bed. Hopefully, God allowed me another day. Wake up your, the next day, open your eyes, all right, start anew. What is it that you did yesterday that you trying to do better today? Yes. Well, I know for you. Let me think. What did I do yesterday? <laughs> you know, yesterday was a pretty boring day. You know, school caught on fire, but that was about it. It wasn't my school, so it doesn't matter. But, well, in general, just like, well, I did get, no, I got, like, really frustrated yesterday, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, real frustrated. So I just sat there with the attitude, but the thing is, I normally don't like to keep that attitude because if you can't do nothing about it, there's no point for the attitude. Right. It's not like you can't change the situation that you're in. You just, if, well, sometimes you can, but most of the time you just can't. It's just no point for the attitude but it's like you know I was really frustrated like what I did today that I wish I would have did yesterday was just keep a good attitude keep a positive attitude and just kept pursuing just you know just being happy we are the sacrifice by releasing ourselves to God's purpose purpose knowing that one it's not always what we want to do I think we said in the last episode 
what God wants you to do sometimes does not come to fruition because well because it's not how you aligned it. It's not how you thought you was gonna do it. It's not what you according to your personal plan. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you stay misaligned when you trying just to go by what oh what Matthew wanna do, what Joy wanna do, what Josh wanna do. Nah, it's what God wanna do. If God need to take you through some things, he gonna take you through some things. That's that's inevitable. But some of the things can be alleviated if you really just submit yourself to his will. I don't know. I think this podcast is aligned with what he got want me to do because I have such a passion for this. This is definitely something that, you know, I didn't see coming a year or so. Well, year, two years or so ago. But, you know, it's come to this point and I just feel like you just feel that peace, you know, Um like y'all said, coming like Christ, that's God's purpose of discipleship. When you learn it, how he lived, you try to emulate that. A disciple is somebody who emulates some, somebody. If you if you want to be an engineer, you learn under, under engineers. If you want to be a, a, a good musician, you study past musicians, so on and so forth. You know, and bringing God's pleasure with your life. That's the purpose of worship, bringing God's pleasure with your life. Learning, you know, the to find the beauty in the small things. Appreciating what God has for you. Uh, I don't know. This is probably one of the best episodes we had. I don't know if it's just the perspective of um, the guys sitting at the table. But every young man, God's man, this, just learning, just to recap. I, I want y'all to go back through it. Um, everything's going to turn out for the good if it's in what God wants you to do. If you're doing wrong out in the world, it's not going to work out for you. Stop stop thinking, oh, well, it's me. If you know you out here being trifling, things going to happen to you. Um, yep. Also, pressure. We all we all going through pressure. It's, it's something that you cannot escape. Whatever your pressure is, whatever burdens you're carrying right now, believe you me, it's temporary. But you always going to need God's strength to, to get through it. Don't take it into your own hands. Don't don't turn solely into the things of the world. You have to have that foundation of faith in order to make it. And don't be so ignorant to it. Know what God has done for you. Be aware of, you know, the blessings in your life because, you know, don't slap God in the face. If you don't if you're an atheist and you don't believe in all of this, again, I'm I need one of y'all to speak up so that we can talk. But until then, we we're talking on the knowledge of God, knowing that Jesus Christ or Yeshua or Yahweh, whatever you want to call him, um, had the ultimate sacrifice so that we can strive to be better men. Um, and we honor that sacrifice by being disciples, this discipleship and worship, you know, trying to be like God, but also exalting him in our everyday lives. Fellas, Jordan, Josh, I want to pre- I appreciate Y'all coming through those two lit podcasts. Y'all say y'all ain't been in no podcast before, but I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. Y'all, y'all are naturals. <laughs> I, I thank y'all, man. This was cool to tell. I'm happy to have y'all back for real. We'll be, be glad to come. Yes. That's 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 it. Y'all heard it. All right. So got my boys with me on this episode, and as always, I'm waiting to that next one. Always ready for that next conversation. But until that happens, y'all stay lit.